Hello, this is Salil from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 23rd of March. India registered 1,778 new COVID-19 cases and 62 deaths in the last 24 hours as per the latest Union Health Ministry data. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh, while the death toll has crossed 5 lakh 16,000. The active COVID-19 cases in the country comprise of 0.05% of the total infections with the recovery rate at 98.75% as per the health ministry data. So far, India has administered over 181 crore COVID-19 vaccination doses in the country with 82.1 crore citizens being fully vaccinated. The Home Ministry has decided to end all COVID-19 containment measures on 31st of March. This comes two years after they were implemented following the outbreak of the pandemic. This decision comes in the backdrop of a continuous drop in coronavirus cases. Though wearing a face mask and adhering to social distancing norms, on the other hand, will continue as before. In a communication to the Chief Secretaries of all states, Union Home Secretary Ajay Bhalla said that taking into consideration the overall improvement in the coronavirus situation and preparedness of the government to deal with the pandemic, the National Disaster Management Authority has decided that there may not be any further need to invoke the provisions of the Disaster Management Act for COVID containment measures. The National Health Commission of China today informed that Shanghai is witnessing a surge in COVID-19 cases as the region recorded 2,591 coronavirus cases in the past 24 hours. However, rumours of a lockdown in the region have been dismissed. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 473.9 million people and claimed the lives of over 6 million. The Calcutta High Court today, while hearing a suomotor petition on the violence in West Bengal's Birbhum district, directed the Bengal government to install CCTV cameras at the scene of the crime, Live Law reported. It further directed the Central Forensic Science Laboratory to collect evidence from the scene and call for protection of key witnesses in the case. This comes after eight people were burnt to death after Trinamool Congress Panchayat leader Bhadu Sheikh was killed. A bench comprising of Chief Justice Prakash Srivastav and Justice Rajarshi Bharadwaj heard the matter. The court declined the request for a CBI investigation and observed that the state investigation authorities must be given the opportunity to produce the case diary and relevant documents before 2pm tomorrow. The BJP has hit out at the incumbent Trinamool Congress, claiming that the incident is just the latest in a long line of political assassinations in the state. The BJP has demanded Mamta Banerjee's resignation as well as a federal investigation into the incident. Speaking to ANI, BJP MP Dilip Ghosh said, and I quote, More than 200 BJP workers have been killed so far in the state. What is the government doing? This can't be tolerated, unquote. A senior police officer told NDTV that at least 20 people have been arrested in connection with the violence. Lockett Chatterjee, a BJP MP from Hooghly, told the NDTV that she suspects that at least 20 people have been killed in the arson but no one knows the actual number because they are not being allowed to enter Birbhum. Even the West Bengal governor, Jagdeep Dhankar, slammed Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee in a three-page letter earlier today for implying that the violence was the result of a political conspiracy. He also speculated that the death toll could be higher. The centre has also sought a report on the alleged political violence in the state of Bengal yesterday. A special investigation team has been formed to probe the matter. 
a massive fire broke out early morning today at a timber godown in the town of Secunderabad in Telangana, killing at least 11 people. Twelve migrant workers from Bihar were sleeping in a room on the first floor of a two-story building in Secunderabad's Bhoigura when the fire broke out around 3 a.m., according to the police. While one worker was able to escape the fire by jumping out of the room, 11 others perished. The building had only one internal spiral staircase and the workers appeared to have attempted to flee but quickly passed out after inhaling the thick smoke. NDTV was told by the officials. Officials suspect that the fire was caused by a short circuit in the go-down. Expressing condolences over the incident, Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao announced a compensation of Rs. 5 lakh each to the families of the workers who were killed in the fire. He also directed Chief Secretary Somesh Kumar to make arrangements for the repatriation of their bodies. Prime Minister Narendra Modi said that he is pained by the loss of lives in the fire tragedy and announced a compensation of Rs. 2 lakh each to the family members of the workers. Pushkar Singh Dhami took oath as the Chief Minister of Uttarakhand for a second term at Dehradun's parade ground today. The swearing-in ceremony was attended by top BJP leaders such as Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Union Minister Nitin Gadkari, Rajnath Singh, Amit Shah, Yogi Adityanath and Pramod Savant, the NDTV reported. Along with Dhami, eight other ministers were sworn in. This list includes ministers who have been part of Dhami's previous cabinet such as Satpal Maharaj, Subodh Unyal, Dhan Singh Rawat and Rekha Arya. The list also includes newcomers such as Chandan Ramdas, Saurabh Bahuguna and Prem Chand Agarwal. According to the NDTV, Dhami offered prayers at the Tapkeshwar Mahadev Temple in Dehradun today before attending his swearing-in ceremony. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal today said that the Aam Aadmi Party is willing to quit politics if the Bharatiya Janata Party conducts the civic polls on time and wins them the scroll reported addressing the reporters outside the Delhi assembly Kejriwal said and I quote I challenged the BJP don't play with the country's welfare because you are scared to lose the elections unquote Kejriwal stated that while the BJP claims to be the world's largest party it is actually afraid of losing a small election to his party he also took to twitter to say that postponing elections indefinitely is quote unquote an insult to martyrs who have given their lives for democracy aap leader's remarks came a day after the union cabinet approved a bill to merge the trifurcated municipal corporations of delhi Listeners, the budget session of the parliament is in full swing and our elected representatives are discussing everything ranging from the budget introduced by Nirmala Sitaraman to the fuel price hike. As our leaders are back in the parliament, so is our show Sansad Watch where we bring you updates on everything related to policy. You can watch our show on our website www.newslaundry.com or head on to our YouTube channel. To continue bringing you shows such as these, we need your support. We don't depend on ads from the government or corporations. We are a reader-funded ad-free organization focused on bringing you news that is of public interest. Help us keep the spirit of independent news alive. Go to newslaundry.com and hit that red subscribe button on the top right corner today. The lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 a month only. The Taliban administration in Afghanistan today has reversed the decision to allow Afghan girls to return to high schools. 
This comes hours after schools reopened for the first time in nearly seven months in the country, Al Jazeera reported. The Taliban said that a decision on the uniforms they must wear is yet to be made. After months of restrictions since the Taliban seized power in August, schools were set to reopen across the country starting today. However, the education ministry abruptly announced that girls' secondary schools would remain closed, causing confusion. According to a government news agency, Bakhtar News, a Ministry of Education notice issued today said that schools for girls would be closed until a plan was drawn up in accordance with Islamic law and Afghan culture. The notice released by the Education Ministry said, and I quote, We inform all girls' high schools and those schools that have female students above class 6 that they are off until the next order, unquote. The notice further said that schools would reopen after a decision over the uniform of female students was made in accordance with Sharia law and Afghan tradition. Talking to BBC, several women activists said that they believe that the Taliban government is making excuses to not reopen schools as school uniforms for girls in the country have always included a hijab and have been appropriate. According to the BBC report, this U-turn by the Taliban government has caused severe resentment amongst female students in the region. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.